It's the TDST. Mate, no, fuck that right just up. Just stick to the intro. It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone, episode 67. <laughs> well, Josh turned on the, pressed the record button, pointed at me, so I, I panicked and fucked up the uh, abbreviation. The act cool. Yeah. Just like me. <laughs> so I got my hat backwards. I'm acting cool, baby. I'm not wearing a hat. Yeah, uh, yeah it looks good. I've retired the hat. So, really? Yeah. No more hats. Because I, I feel like... <laughs> because you watched Queer Eye and you fucking got a bit of advice again. Before I tell you why, uh, there is a, we got a review and anytime I get a, we get a review through iTunes or the podcast app, I like to celebrate yeah. it, especially given that it's five stars. It's sick. Um, it's by uh, Russ underscore tech. Thanks, Russ underscore tech. And he says, loving the podcast. Best fucking podcast I've listened to talking about absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Russ, uh, hopefully we can uh, keep that going with this story about why I no longer am wearing my hats. Yeah, it's uh, it's riveting. Welcome back, Russ. We're uh, talking about absolute shit, so we, we're following through. The, our official tagline now. <laughs> but um, no, I was a hat guy mm. for... Uh, maybe the last six years since about. Do, do you really put yourself into the box? Like you call yourself a hat guy? Yes. Can you just be a guy that wears hats every now and then, Lit- and you then one day choose not to wear a hat, or it's cold and you want to fucking warm your head? Literally, the early days uh, when I was doing Josh speaking, and I interviewed Hamish Blake uh, before we sort of really connected and became mates, and he, uh, I asked him one of the questions. This is a career podcast. I. Asked him, where do you get your hats and like how much thought do you give to your hats? You had one of Australia's biggest comedians yeah. on your show and you asked him about hats. And to be, uh, I was surprised because he didn't really have an answer. He's like, man, I don't really think about I, it. Because I think the fascinating thing about you, uh, you is you're very thought out and that's in the nicest way possible. It is you. Thanks. Like you're, you're very calculated but now not. But not. It sounds like a murderer. Yeah. No, yeah, but it. not over the top in terms. It doesn't make you a massive weirdo. Still a bit of a weirdo. Am I a tryhard? You're on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> but I, do, I think. I think. Like I look at stuff you've done early life, yeah. and I hope you think the same about me. And I go, who the fuck was that guy? Because <laughs> yeah, sure. you, I feel like you found your feet. Yeah. As a as a who you are and in your own shoes. Yeah, I think that I've uh, I've been weird for a <laughs> for a long period of time, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, but I've just uh, yeah refined a little bit. But so no hats. Yeah, and there's a couple of reasons. One, uh, this is going a bit medical. I get like a little bit of fucking like it's like acne. I mm. did some uh, googling. I think it's called folliculitis, which sounds all right, great. For all our um, doctors out there, you can. Yeah, but I, I, I uh, went on antibiotics maybe like three years ago for it because I shaved my head and it was so fucking obvious. Really? And um, I still fucking have it. And I'm trying like I uh, the other day, I, um, I was reading online how to get rid of it. How do you get rid of it? Well, so there was a couple of suggestions. One was apple cider vinegar. Oh, fuck off. On the head. And they said people were saying that burns a bit, but it works. It's vinegar to a sensitive part of your body. And so the other suggestion was coconut oil, which seemed like it would made a little bit more sense for whatever reason. But I think I used too much. (laughs) I used like, I got a cup of it. I put a cup and tipped it on my head. Mate, is it on one area? 
well, yeah, it's on the back of my head. So I sort of put it on the back of my head and then sort of exfoliated it in. But then my <laughs> hair was so sleek. It was like a gel, like put so much gel in my hair. And then I combed it and it made it worse. And then it oh, looked, dude. it sort of like defined my, I don't know. Do you think I'm going bald? It's thin. It's, it's thin it's on thin. the top bit. My dad's got the classic... Um, Is he bald? Your dad bald? Yeah, he's got the, you know, like the old school... Uh, he doesn't really have... Mm. He used to, like when I was growing up, it was like this. he would have the side bit. It's like the George Costanza Well, look. you're already Is like that, 27. Yeah. So, you'd think it would have gone sort I, of... I don't know, maybe... And do I care that? I think the only reason I'd care is because of the little fucking pimply things. So I'm trying. Mate, you can't see them, so fucking drop it. Yeah. So, but the re- that's one of the reasons why so you've, you've quit. You've retired the hat because I feel like it's not giving it an opportunity to breathe. Am I a hat guy? Uh, no, I wear hats quite a bit, a little bit. But I was a full on. Yeah. Like snapback. I had a custom yeah. one that I got made. Snapbacks are very. Are they are the hat people. The hat people wear those. Yeah. So, They've, but I can't. I, they didn't look shit house on me. Must yeah, be the shape yeah, you of my wouldn't. head. You're more of a. Tommy's wearing sort of a, a trucker style mesh hat. Yeah, backwards. What does it say on it? Uh, it it's like X Machina, the juice. D D use. It's yeah. a motorcycle brand. X. Machina, okay. ex machina, or something. I don't know. But how how much thought do you give to your look? Uh, not as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, you, although you did fucking uh, say that my hair had extended from my head all the way down my neck and onto my back, so it was now one piece. <laughs> well, it's very yeah. You've you got, trolled you've, me in front of your your yeah, missus and and my yeah. wife. You're quite her suit is the word, which yeah. means hairy. And then look at me now. Oh, f- fuck off! Go. I so I'm it. just Tommy's just showing. He's just lifting his shirt up. I trimmed it. I trimmed my back. Oh well, Amy did it <laughs> after I made that comment. Yeah, because the thing words is, have power, guys. Words have power. Well, self. Oh, I'm not self-conscious, but I, you know, it's when some. If it would be like if I go, "Hey, dude, what's on the back of your neck?" and you fucking had been thinking about it, yeah. Like I've been thinking about getting the hair off, <laughs> hair off my back, and I kept on thinking. And that was the tipping. Is point. there a business model in this? A place where you can walk in as a man and just fucking pay ten bucks and have your back just fucking shaved off and walk out. It takes a few minutes. Yeah. Well, I had a Sri Lankan lady doing my hair. The other day, yeah, and she was so polite. She's like, <laughs> she's just like was doing my like my neck, and then was going like lower and lower, yeah. like getting. She's probably halfway down my back. <laughs> she's just, uh, she's just like, oh yeah, it's it's still part of the head. You know? There is, and I don't know if you've seen him. This is a bit away from what we're talking. Um, he's also actually a man who has little body hair because he's a big muscly motherfucker. And he goes to the gym and I'm sure he just gets it all off. Yeah. Gets all his hair off. Well, that's what I can see anyway. Um, the, he's a parking inspector in the area where I have my office, Collingwood, Melbourne. Yeah. He's the muscliest dude you've ever seen. I feel like have you've, you seen him? You've, 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 we've seen him at Nando's. Exactly. And I made a comment to him. Yeah. I said, what did I say? No one's going to fuck with you, are they? Yeah, you were just <laughs> The one like, ticket inspector that no one's fucking with. Yeah, you were really sucking up his ass. He loved it. Anyway, I, met, I saw him like uh, an hour ago and we ended up having a great chat. Turns out he's got nearly 10K followers on Insta. He's a bodybuilder, like a professional bodybuilder. Yeah. And um, he's, we've got mutual friends. He knows because I used to work in gyms and stuff. And so he's got whole bunch of mates 
His name's Atif, and he's like an IFBB pro. So he's he's earned a pro card in bodybuilding. What's so, a pro card mean? Be, uh, so you um, you go in like these pre-competitions that give you like the pro card. It's like the access to uh, being able to compete on a national level, uh, sure. like, f- like for legit competition. So you at, at a pro level. So you're like elite level mm. of bodybuilding. And so I found him. But dude, you see him. He's like the friendliest, loveliest guy that's him there. Yeah. Wow. Off. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I've, I remember him. But I've always been fascinated about ticket inspectors and like what people would do to them. What And no one's fucking doing anything to that one. But I'd love to know if people have wanted to, you know, test his fucking strength because he is a big guy. Is he like full time? Did you ask him about his work? Well, he works. For, he doesn't make much money, uh, but he he bodybuilds on the side and works obviously as a parking inspector. And, is, um, is there money in bodybuilding or no? There is at the very top. It's you end up getting sponsors, who then pay for everything. Mm-hmm. So food, because the, the cost of bodybuilding is ridiculous, and it's majority of food and protein and probably expensive. drugs. Um, really? So uh, they're all on drugs? 100%. All the big bodybuilders, yeah. all on steroids. Yeah. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was on steroids. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he was at the pro level. Have you now, ever done steroids? Yes. Okay. What does it, what does it, what does it, what does it do to you? It's um, the thing with steroids, fucking stupid, first of all. Why is it stupid? Them. Well, I, for me, it's like, it's totally personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a silly thing to do if you don't really have if you're not a fucking athlete like exactly. if you're not if you've got no you're not gaining anything through that yeah other than muscles yeah and it's a personal choice i was like 19 which is probably dumb because i was young and my body hadn't yeah. fully developed and you had to put it in your bum yeah it's like a injection injection type of thing and and uh, so right now it sounds weird and it does sound weird to me now because i'm not around it i was around gyms mm-hmm. every fucking day 10 hours a day dudes who were doing it yeah it just became so well, it's normal. a community thing right yeah like yeah. once you once you're around that space all of a sudden it normalizes yeah. and i get i get worried sometimes when i think about the things that have normalized around me mm. just naturally as you become an adult you just become sort of immune to things or you start mm. Like things don't shock you as much. Mm. I remember like if anyone did any drugs when I was um, like the idea of someone getting high or doing yeah. dope would like, would, I'd be like, I'd consider them a bit of a junkie. Yeah. It's like, no, I get it. Naturally, as I get older and meet more people and I'm around different spaces, especially being in a cre- creative industry, mm. a lot of people do pot. Yeah, 100%. And I used to do a lot of that too. And I, I feel like okay talking about that. I haven't done it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the steroid thing is interesting because I've thought about whether I even talk about it on this or not if it comes up. And that's yeah. why I paused for a moment. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, it, it was it, it, another life for me, it feels yeah. like. And what was the uh, what was the experience like? What, so do you remember distinctly the decision to give it a go? Yeah, no, I don't. It definitely isn't some defining moment where I'm like, "Yep, I'm starting." But it just, I ended up just making the decision. I can't remember it being a, a real prominent moment. But then, next minute, you you're jabbing your ass with 
steroid. And so there's no so the difference between taking a steroid and something like ecstasy is like ecstasy gives you instant or within the half an hour of taking it gives you you turn you change you mm-hmm. fucking you know you, it could it could fuck you up and you're just like off your face and totally noticeable steroids aren't like that you take it and it's like it just works so it feels in, like there's more like if to me from an outside perspective there seems like there's more of a it's an enhancer which i guess like speed and all these things are too but it is for I could see the appeal for people from a self-development point of view. Mm. And it's, I guess, the same way with psychedelics and it seems like a big topic at I'll the moment. I'll tell you what it does. It increases my motivation in turn because you, you're doing something and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get all these results, which it's you do if you are training. Yeah. So there is that placebo effect of mentally thinking, fuck, I can, I can, I'm going to go hard because I've, I'm doing this. But then the reality of if you are training and eating right, it, <laughs> the results, I put on like 10 kilos. Of muscle. Well, there would have been <laughs> fluid and stuff as well. Yeah. But my body completely changed. Like my chest grew I like I went from not really having a chest like have I got a defined like a prominent chest yeah, did you say yeah, it's like I didn't have that shape before I started uh-huh. and so I, I was around people we were training five days a week eating you know six seven meals a day and yeah it becomes a bit obsessive though that's what I don't like, I don't like about it and I've spoken to friends who are drug addicts that then are like oh I'm just going to take I'm just going to do a course of steroids it's like dude what it does to your mental state as far as like you honing on these things that motivation you just become like really fucking for me and i think for someone who would be an addict it's like it's it's another form of that but just in a different way and maybe a healthier way right because the the side effects that people experience like there has been i've got mates who have been on steroids for 25 years yeah Literally every year, they'd probably take a few courses of steroids. Uh-huh. That's not to say that it's okay to do it, but it, these people, if they were taking ecstasy once a week for 25 years, they'd be fucked. Yeah. So the there it, so it's a weird thing because it's in this space of health and like you know your body and training every day and eating well, but then you're doing this thing that is it, it synthetic. Oh, there's all different types. But is it, uh, what I wonder is... Synthetic just means it's like, it. so testosterone, so you can get... Testosterone is natural, or I guess you could have a synthetic, I don't know anything about any of this. Yeah, so there's like ones that... Is it naturally, is it increasing something that's already naturally produced? Yes, so if you were taking testosterone, you're putting more of what your body naturally produces into your system. And so there's an argument then... That some people naturally have high testosterone. Yeah. And if you were to try and um, create a reason for taking it or justifying it, mm. it would be, I have low testosterone. I want to be playing in this sort of big boys game, whatever you want to... <laughs> it's one way pun. to do it. You can go to the doctor and do a test to see what your testosterone levels are. And there's an average for men and women have low levels of testosterone in their body yeah. and so you can um you can uh, get it prescribed to you through a doctor if they see that you don't have high levels of testosterone so what's the difference between that and what's the what's the one that they I saw um what's that documentary bigger smarter stronger yeah. bigger stronger yeah. fucking something something 
Amphetamine. Wait, no, it's not amphetamines. What's the? What is steroids? Steroids are uh, anabolic. Anabolic Stol- steroids. Steroid. So there's different types of steroids. Yeah, Do you yeah. know about this shit or yeah, not? Yeah, I, I don't have enough knowledge. I, I learned a lot about it there. I was doing research, looking online, yeah. looking for what people's side effects were. Because preventative uh, asthma medicine is a steroid <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, but right? it's a completely different. Yeah. So that's that's a non type. That's not. Anabolic but it definitely made you. It made me feel on edge. It like think about. It can make you horny. Yeah. Like these are things. Think about it. It's like your testicles produce testosterone. Yeah. And you're having this heightened level of of testosterone within your body. So roid rage is real. You think? I, it, if you were an angry person, you take steroids. Fuck me. Look out. Because you're essentially. It's very animalistic, almost. Yeah. Isn't it? It's like I, this primal, like I rem- fucking like a pit bull. You just fucking. I remember feeling on edge once in the car, and I just felt like, you know, it's not anxious, but it was like, like gritting your teeth type. Yeah, of deal, yeah, like. that feeling. It's like you've got too much energy, and you fucking need to get it out. Yeah. So you want to climb a few trees. So you definitely <laughs> need to be going to the gym yeah. when you take steroids. What do you reckon would happen if I just ta- started taking steroids and didn't change? Any of my habits, you would blow out. You, you just would get fat. fill up with so much water. Oh, really? It's, so it heightens everything. If you take steroids and you're eating like shit, you're going to look like a fucking uh, piece of shit. So that's why there are like there's some people who have weight issues, and yeah. it's because they're taking steroids for some other like there a can depression. Be. I can't. I, yeah. I wouldn't be able to say, but I know that if you take anabolic steroids and they like shit your body fucking just blows up mm-hmm. the thing is all it does it it turns your body into a recovery machine yeah and why you, people lift weights on steroids is because they lift weights their muscles break down and they repair super fast mm-hmm. so you can train double you can train quicker your joints and knee all that stuff like everything starts repairing, repairing quicker yeah sure but then and so that's that's all it does and so that's why it's not like people. I think it's seen and frowned upon because, you know, of how you you take it and and the people that do it. But it was totally normal to me. What were the what were the conversations around it in regards to? Did you end up having family members or someone bring it up? Like nah. was it was it? Did everyone around you know that you were doing it? Oh, all my mates. Yeah. And but that's yeah, it, and the, and so that's where it's like. You, I don't think you, you. It would feel like you're a drug addict hiding things if you were had no one, no one yeah. who did it around you. <laughs> so you'd yeah, be off. I guess this is why all that Lance Armstrong stuff happened, yeah. right? It's like a tribe of people. Mm. Everyone's doing it. It becomes normal. Mm. And so, what was? Do you remember the last time you took it? Yeah. So it was twenty uh, two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it was a long time ago. Ten years ago. Ten years, correct. It was before I went and did the stripping in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Have I talked about the stripping? Yeah, yeah, you have. Doing the tour. earlier episodes. Yeah. Um, before I went on that tour of New Zealand, and I like, and I wasn't going to risk taking them with me, of course, over to New Zealand. But I just started the second time. So you only take them for like six weeks, mm-hmm. like once a week, something like that. So once or twice a week. But that's it. And it's small amounts. And so I was going to do it again. And then <clears throat> I had to fly out and I stopped and never did it again. Never had any interest of doing it yeah. again. Isn't that weird? If, like I, I wonder if it wasn't an injectable, how many more people would take it? Yeah. Just, I feel like the 
putting something you know in your bum cheek and like cutting through because mm. it's because it's a a big muscle right that it's entering into is that why you do it in Where? the bum like because you inject it on your not yeah. in your bum hole <laughs> i used to think for the longest time i'd no. say in your bum no they just mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. the, just on the, the tissue on the big ma- the belly like the the gluteus yeah maximus yeah okay it's just straight in there and they're small it's like it sounds horrible and you could judge me but it's like it's it's so not when you're doing it Mm-hmm. Which doesn't give any excuse to to do it. But did you say what sort of side effects did you see? Did you get little balls? Did you notice any of that? They do shrink a bit. Yeah, but they wait. Can't so you actually notice the ball itself, the little sh- your balls shrinking down a bit oh. because your body's not producing the testosterone. It doesn't need to because ah, okay, sure. you're putting it in manually. Yeah. Um, so they do, but then they come back. It's, a, it's such a bizarre thing, isn't it? So weird. Were you like super conscious of that? No. Nah. As a no, nah, you just don't. No, I didn't. I I remember thinking a little bit, but it's so quick six weeks and then you're done you're and it all changed. Like, the problem I know this is very graphic. The problem like is jelly bean size would have gone that nah, small. No, 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 no. That would be fucking weird, nah. wouldn't it? Just like noticeably a bit smaller. Yeah, okay. you can definitely. Okay. I think men are always touching their nuts. So you, you have a gauge, I think. But anyway, the side effects, there's a lot for some people. But I didn't have many, mm-hmm. and which doesn't mean you should do it. Yeah. Don't fucking You're just do it. Wide that don't way. don't fucking do it. No, yeah. it's like yeah, no, I get it. No, it's, it's scary it's looking back on the thought that I did them right because yeah. there's some serious shit around like that you can if you have cancer cells it can yeah increase grow them yeah. quickly. So it's like it's that growing fucking everything, shit. right? It's elevating. Well, it's probably like shortening your lifespan. You're essentially like going through the years quicker. Mm. Maybe like you're just fucking growing. I don't know. But, but um dude, the amount like the bodybuilders now would be spending thousand bucks a week really? on gear. How much do you reckon you spent on it? Oh, it was like three, four, maybe six hundred bucks in total. So you think about like six hundred bucks total over the just over like the, a vial yeah. of it. Uh-huh. Um and then Where like how do you find these types of drugs? You just go to the f- No, f- uh, friends. Yeah. Friends that got it. Which is like you then as a dumb, naive teenager uh, are, are putting the trust into your mate yeah. who's putting the trust into someone else yeah. which they're not in medical vial so it's yeah. like fucking dangerous yeah which and so what's the uh where do we see this so it's in bodybuilding mm. any other like sport like do athletes tend to do this or 100 percent. and see that's the thing you wouldn't know mm-hmm. for some athletes that are out there that just need to recover their joints there'd be footy players that are doing it i'd yeah. say but you look at it on a, you know, you, people used to be like, oh, uh, oh, yeah, actors, like as if oh, yeah, Hugh, Jackman, Hugh Jackman's on the roads. the size of that dude, how he, how quickly he gets to these, yeah, and think about the medical support he would have, yeah, you know, looking after his blood work, eating the right food, and, you know, he's got a two million dollar contract for a movie, a ten million dollar contract, and he needs to hit this fucking goal. It's like you can't train. You can train pretty hard. Your body's fucking massively resilient, but there is a level of uh, training that you can only you can only get to. Yeah, if if people haven't seen the documentary Icarus, mm. it's fascinating. That's the uh, the Russian drug doco. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Look how normalized it is in their world. Yeah, cycling massively. Mm-hmm. But then there's this stigma, this this disconnection between public perception and reality isn't there mm. so then you play like their um 
how can you how could they be their authentic self like it's so interesting i was listening to um uh lance armstrong on a podcast he's just pretty fucking angry about shit pretty angry mm-hmm. dude i guess the lesson is that just because people have done these big things you don't necessarily need to be a nice person or have great values to get far in a lot of things yeah I mean, he was in a sport where everyone else was doing it. Yeah. So, the, who won the Tour de France? The guy who came 10th because all the other guys were on drugs. Yeah. And so, if everyone else is on it and then you're like... That's, imagine, that's an easy justification. Mm. Well, fucking they're on it. I'm going to be on it. But he's a phenomenal athlete. Yeah. Take that away well, yeah, from that's him. that's the whole thing. And that, I think that was his point. It's yeah. like people saw that, you know, he did drugs and was like, well, it's because of the drugs. It's like, no. His point mm. was... I fucking trained really hard. You do every single thing that you need to do from training to sleep to diet mm. and then you also do the drugs. Yeah. And it's like if you just did the drugs and then didn't do all the training and stuff, he wouldn't have had the success yeah. that he did. The danger is like, you know, the people go to these music festivals that are massive that take their tops off so they're training you know like it's like that bro culture they train hard to get their top off at festivals yeah and then they fucking drink shit loads and take so drugs they're doing so many it's things man yeah. so dangerous do you think you know you're talking before about addiction and mates that uh, have drug addiction do you feel that drug addiction do you are you addicted to a drug or when you're a drug addict, does it not matter what the choice, what the actual drug is? So, for instance, if I'm like, if I'm addicted to fucking ice, would I then just be fucking open to taking anything? I'm addicted to anything that's going to give me a boost. Have, oh, you, have no. you got any sort of personal no. stories of that or knowing? Like, is someone who's fucking on heroin or something? Yeah. Like, are they more likely to do steroids? <laughs> that probably would Maybe. I don't know. But I've got a friend who's an alcoholic and it's a, it's a thing that they came to, a conclusion they came to mm-hmm. based around what they've been doing. Not just drinking, just everything. Yeah. And so, like, they, when I drink, I also fucking yeah. do speed or do yeah. coke or whatever it is. Chase a bag of uh-huh. coke, fucking get in fights. And so, it's this flow on. And so, they identified that for them. And they, they've changed. They're completely different. Mm-hmm. And I sent him a message recently and I said, you are the person who you're meant to be because mm-hmm. he's changed so much. Yeah. And I fucking said, I'm so proud of you, bro. Yeah. Like, it's amazing, right? And then I had another guy who's a ice head. Mm-hmm. was an ice head. He called himself that. Um, <laughs> took everything else. DJ ice head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to, had to get off it and cannot touch any drug because yeah. it's just a rabbit hole for him. But it'd be interesting to have a drug addict on the show. We could get a guy who has... Fucking go out into... We're in Collingwood right now. <laughs> no, I reckon we no. could find one. A guy named Mick Hall. Yeah. He's been to jail. Mm-hmm. He's been a heroin addict, an alcoholic. He's died, come back to life, tried He's to commit suicide, jumped off a bridge. Fuck. And legit, he oh, he now owns a rehab clinic. Yeah. And they do amazing work. And so he, but he understands. And I've I filmed him talking for five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, doing an interview series and just hearing the mind of an addict and it's really it's super fascinating he he was interviewed on Craig Harper's podcast mm-hmm. um, and he just shares it's just insights um, into the mind of an, uh, an addict and I'm not even going to bother trying to explain it because you want to hear it from his mouth yeah definitely but it's fascinating on. I think you would really enjoy it 
talking well, to a guy like that. I think I've never entered into any of these spaces. Any of your mates been drug addicts? No. I've, I've never, I can say this, I've never been in the presence of anyone taking drugs. Really? Yeah, never. Um, alcohol, yes. But um, I could probably count like in the last, um, even in the last 10 years, mm. I could count on probably one one hand Maybe two hands. How many? How many people I've actually been in the company that is like intoxicated? How many does your thumb count for? <laughs> yeah, I've got a toe is thumb. Two? Everyone, is that for two? I do have a toe thumb. He's got his own Instagram <laughs> underscore toe thumb. Yeah. But no, I haven't and won't touch that because I feel like I am predisposed to um, making bad choices, maybe, or just mm. I, I'm a fucking control freak. Mm. So the the idea that a substance, whether it's alcohol, I don't even take Panadol and stuff. Like when I, I've had two herniated discs, they still they're still fucking herniated. When I got them and I was in pain, I could barely walk. Mm. I wouldn't take pain meds because I heard the stories of the people who it's like got a fucking bad back, take some pain meds. This is working, so I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna take this for the rest of my fucking life. And mm. for me. These pain, this pain was signals to my body, which is like, slow down, sort out your weight, do all these things. Mm. And I didn't want the Band-Aid. I didn't want that Band-Aid effect. So even things like Panadol and stuff, I just mm. don't take yeah, painkillers. If I've got a headache, I'll drink you know, a liter of water. And the thing is that I, I don't get like the migraines that say your wife Amy gets where it's like fucking debilitating. Mm. I'm sure that it'd probably be a different story. Anyone who hasn't taken drugs, I always say, don't, don't start, don't bother, yeah, yeah. don't bother. Yeah, I mean, it's a journey you go on. It's the people you're around, and it's the choices you make. Because it's you know, growing up, you hear the stories. Oh, the gateway drugs. You know, marijuana leads to this and to that. Mm-hmm. Essentially, they are. Yeah, but it's not as dramatic as that, right? They're slow effects, and you know, it's. It's unfortunate. They grip some people. Yeah. Drugs just grip some people. And if you're like identifying it, you're pretty in tune with yourself because mm-hmm. there's every chance you won't be an addict. But yeah. why the fuck, if you have why those thoughts, it? would you ever test something like yeah. that? I mean, I, uh, you know, for the one of the first times, uh, I had like wine sort of socially, you know, at our place the other day. I had red wine. It was great. Like I was a little bit tweaked. Would have had like um, I don't know what it takes to get people drunk, but I would have had probably three, glasses. three or four glasses. Yeah, you'd I was be definitely pissed. feeling like a little bit like I was. I just felt like what I noticed I was doing is I was like looking at someone and I was just smiling. I couldn't stop it. <laughs> but um, I uh, I in that mo- afterward the day after I was like oh I actually enjoyed that and I feel relaxed and I felt connected yeah. and we were having a good time. Uh, I've got a bottle of red here. Do you want to crack it? Yeah, well, why not? But I do. You've got a whole fucking I've got mini a bar. bar. I've got a mini bar. It's but, more for looks than anything. But the thing is, I think uh, I was started. I started to look ahead and I'm like, okay, what would my future be like if all of a sudden I created this as a thing? And every Friday, not like for me to unwind, I need to have mm. a wine. And I just, I don't want to do that. So I think it would be, for me, wine is going to be a um, an experience, which isn't an all the time, like an everyday thing or yeah. weekly thing. It's like, 
once a month or something we're at a and it's wine specifically like i don't like it's probably a good rule to have i hate the taste of beer And um, yeah, no, so that seems like it. That's like, so, but I do enjoy red wine. I think so do you think you gravitated away from people because of what they were doing? Is any of your mates like actually... No, I don't have that many friends. Like I didn't have, <laughs> you know, I don't have that many... Cl- like, You're my only friend, Tommy. No, close friend. Like I, um, I'm not, I'm a weird social, but I like small groups. I like catching up with people individually big like going out to lunch going out to breakfast i'm the guy like brie and i are the couple that if you have a sunday morning free we'll hang out and we'll grab breakfast and all that sort of thing i'm not the (laughs) like i've got a um friday night's drinks thing that i was invited to on facebook and i'm going but i can i can count on one hand how many fucking uh birthday drinks i've been to because i just don't like I'm like, what? So I just stand. Mm-hmm. Like, and what do I do there? Like, dude, they are. I found, I found them boring. I know yeah. people are like, oh, you know, just get amongst it. But like, when I'm not drinking or I know I have to drive, yeah. it adds an element. But it's the decision whether you go or not. You've made the yeah. decision. You I just probably don't. I go. just prefer it's to fine. like whatever. Oh, but the thing is, it's not that I'm not um, close to people. I would say like, if it's their birthday and they've got a drinks. I'll be like, let's um, let's go out for lunch this mm-hmm. week or next week or like do something else around it to celebrate it. Because also I know that when I'm in a scenario where I've got, if there's a table of 15, mm. I feel like um, I uh, can get a bit silly. Do you, do you silly. look at what at my life? Yeah. You know, the footage I was showing you of Vegas mm-hmm. and how loose it was and just the shit, the shit I've told you. Is there any, do you think, fuck... Maybe I would have liked a bit of that. Nah, I think that I um, nah, not at all. <laughs> I think that for me, it's uh, I like. I'm not a homebody. I don't think homebody is the right word. Maybe it is. I much prefer entertaining people. Mm. I much prefer the idea of having people round. And for me, even if I think about like having a house or having, it's like the idea of having a barbecue, having people over. Mm. Um, it goes well with wine. Yeah, so I think that that's um, no, it's a good choice. Don't d- just be you, mate. Thanks, be mate. you. Yeah, don't take steroids. Everyone else, uh, be you too. And uh, yeah, don't do drugs, everyone. It's the Daily Talk Show. <laughs> Thanks again for all of your reviews through the podcast slash iTunes app. If you've ever done it for anything else, uh, just do us a favor and do it for us too. It's the Daily Talk Show on there, and um, you can send us an email to hi at the Daily Talk Show. Dot com. We'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow, everyone. Bye, guys. <laughs>